Welcome to The Telly Show, entertainment.ie's TV podcast hosted by myself, Fiona Flynn. Each week on the show, we chat to people who work behind and in front of the camera of television. But this week, we decided to have a very special Christmas episode where we go through everything that's on the box over the festive season, including all the movie premieres, all the movie classics and all the Christmas specials, basically all the stuff that you're just going to be sitting down and watching while you're munching on your selection box. To do this, I enlisted the help of FM 104's Sean Monsanji and Spin 103.8's Serena Bellissimo, who both joined me in studio to go through what they would be watching over the Christmas. Sean and Serena, thank you so much for joining me on the telly show. Thanks Pleasure. for having us. Great the to Christmas be here. special. I know, I know. My the first sparkle. one. Yeah, and you're like slaying and you're jingling <laughs> with your tops. So yeah, yeah. Thank you it's very tragic, much. Isn't it, the really? effort is strong. The effort I is strong. Make an effort for you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> thanks, Serena. Thanks. Are you guys all set for the Christmas? Just, I, I was actually just saying, I'm kind of ahead <laughs> of the game this year. I don't know what's going on. Yeah. I like, yeah, I think I have my presents sorted. I haven't done any food shopping or anything like that, but I'm going to, I always conveniently am going to my mother's or going to my in-laws <laughs> yeah, or whatever. Yeah, smooch so, all their food. Yeah, mo- eat all their food. Yeah. And then you just have like the roses and all that at home for a backup when you get back late in the evening. So yeah. I'm all ready for Christmas. Night. And Serena, you're, you're getting I'm there. A, I'm a December 24th specialist <laughs> who does her best work under pressure. But you know what? If you go into the shops on Christmas Eve, it's actually quiet enough. Because um, most, most people are sorted, yeah. Yeah. And do you know what? Last-minute.com sometimes works because yeah. the sales are great. That's they true. are. I mean, all yeah, before Christmas. Don't be yeah. right, actually. I might be yeah. kicking myself seeing everything I bought now. But yeah, yeah. That's the killer, though, even getting technology before Christmas. Uh, but anyway, let's talk about Christmas shopping another time because we're here to talk about Christmas TV. It's great TV at this time of year, isn't I know, it? isn't it? I actually, yeah, I cannot wait to just go home, put the feet up, get my selection box out and just, like, let it all wash over me. And <laughs> you don't feel guilty. It's like, over Christmas, you're supposed to be binging. Yes. You're supposed to be doing Absolutely nothing. So yeah, you can sit yeah. there from the morning till night time just watching great TV. I know. It's brilliant. Like movie after and even movies I've seen thousands of times, I'm like, it's the only time of year where I'll be like, Yes, I want to watch mm-hmm. this again. Like if it's on April, May, I'm like, I don't need to see Back to the Future another time. <laughs> yeah. yeah. At Christmas, I'm like, well, it's my obligation to watch this it's movie true. again. And sometimes I, I find that actually I when I see something that's on the schedule of TV rather than on like say Home Alone or something, you'd be yeah. like, I won't watch it on demand for ages because I'll be going but it's on on like Channel 4 at half five on yeah, Christmas Eve. Yeah. Obviously, I'll be watching it then. Yeah. But I don't know why I'm like that. It's like a tradition in me that I'm going, but it's Christmas. You have to kind of go with the schedules a little bit. Yeah, yeah. I think so. It's probably the one time where we all do definitely, I suppose the times of like Netflix and Amazon Prime that really go back to the TV schedule. Yeah. Um, so what, for you guys, there's a lot of um, Christmas TV happening, a lot of Christmas specials. So what would be your pick for a Christmas special this year? Well, I love, um, the, you know, the, there's a celebrity version of, House of Home of the Year. Oh, Home of the Year, a, yeah. yes, on RTE. So I love the normal version, yes, yeah. on RTE. I love the normal version, but it is a celebrity one, and David Norris won, uh, won that one. Did you see that? Oh, no. It's amazing. It's crazy, but it's amazing. I was in it once, but uh, he won. It's amazing. But I just love a snoop around someone's home, especially a celebrity. Do you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah. When are you going to get to see that? So there are all sorts of people on it this year. I think I'm Jean Byrne, the meteor- meteorologist. Gosh, uh, amazing. She's got great fashion. It's always it's always a bit out there, but it's great. So I can only imagine what her home is going to be. I think it's going to be fab. So yeah. I'm definitely going to be tuning into that. Yeah, I think yeah, it's the reason why Ireland is so fascinated with room to improve as well. We just always love to have yeah. a nosy what around. About us? I, don't I don't know. know. I'm upset. Yeah. That's another one of my favourite. It's in the UK as well, but yeah, we're just mad for it. Yeah. Um, Serena, what about you? I cannot wait for the Young Offenders. Oh yes. yes. You know, you've made it as a TV show when someone comes knocking and gone goes, "Can we get you to do a Christmas special?" And that's what they've done with the Young Offenders. I've actually cheated. I will watch it again when it's on, but I've already watched it. You've already seen it. Tell us, is it good? It is 
so good. And yeah. the reason why it's so good is sometimes, you know, with these Christmas specials, they go, oh, it's a special. We need to take the 32-minute show that works really well as a standalone show and we need to turn it into like a one-hour hour show yeah. and they lose the momentum. Yeah. No, it's 32 minutes. It's quick. It's hilarious. The boys are back being the boys. Robert Sheehan plays himself uh, as a Hollywood superstar. There's heart, there's tragedy, there's laughter. It has absolutely everything. It's stupid. Like, it's so stupid. <laughs> it's always, that's why it's but, good. And yeah, that, yeah. That's why it is good, yeah. exactly. And I, I feel like what we're watching with the young offenders is what was happening with Father Ted back in the day. Really? Yeah, wow. I do think that that's this quite is... quite a statement. Yeah, it is. <laughs> I, I know. So I know I'm not Irish, so... <laughs> but I, I just feel that, you know, maybe yeah. in 10 years' time, people are going to look back on this and go... That was comedy gold. Yeah. yeah. At least we are appreciating it right now as well. Absolutely. And those two actors, I think, have a big career ahead of them. I uh, was about to say that. They seem like potential superstars. Don't they? Yeah. One of them a... is doing really well in the UK at the moment, I think, in theatre. Yeah. Yeah. Well, isn't it on? Is it on Channel 4 or somewhere? Like Young Offenders is it's on, on the UK. UK. It's on BBC, BBC. So it's actually on BBC One on Sunday night, and then you can catch it on RT1 on Christmas Day. So it depends. If you want to get there ahead of time, you can. Yeah. But you the can fact skip that ahead. it's on in the UK as well as Ireland and it's an Irish show, do you yeah, know what I mean? It's great. It's obviously got a great I think it did really well on the BBC Play when they first brought it out there. Okay. Um, but yeah, so Young Offenders. My one that I really am looking forward to um, is actually was going to be Young Offenders. Oh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> no, but that's it. So I think it's a really, like, that's one of the biggest specials of the year. But I also love the big fat quiz of the year. Do you guys ever yeah, watch that? I love that? that. Jimmy Carr. Jimmy Carr yeah. has, like, that? it's basically, they it's do it every year. I think that's every year. Oh, it's like, goes on for hours, It goes on it? for, like, two hours. It's usually, when is it on? Stevens is Night on Channel 4. Oh, you have to watch it. You yeah. Enjoy it. So the house that I'll be in only has the five stations. Oh, really? Oh, so I'm see. limited to the Irish stations at oh. Christmas time. Okay. So You'll sorry, have to watch Serena. it on you the can, plane. You can watch it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You can, you can record it. Or 4OD. That's a handy one. Um, yeah. But it's a good one, I think, to have on on Stevenson's night if you're sitting in because it goes through. It's Jimmy Carr has uh, Richard Ayoade, Noel Fielding, Mo Gilligan, David Mitchell, Claudia Winkleman and Michelle Wolf. So it's a great panel. Yeah. Um, and lots of strange things have happened over the years. I remember Jon Snow came out, like the news journalist yes. came out and did a segment. So they get people in to do the little bits, yeah. kind of reflecting or... Um, imitating something that happened throughout the year and then the panellists have to guess what it is. And they always and like, get a, ki- a kid who's doing a nativity play yes. to reenact a classic news moment from the year. <laughs> so they get what? like a... Sc- they, so they, they've filmed it before but they show like a school play and they're yeah. acting it. It can be anything from like... Uh, probably a like Brexit st- or something. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Brexit. Something yeah. that actually happened to real news and they have to guess what the kids are acting at. It's yeah, It's so going to be the Theresa May... Um, Vote, like oh, they're so going to recreate yes. that, but it's just really funny because all these kids are like, No, not acting like adults. It's, it's, really, it's actually really good, honestly. Yeah, I'll put that on my list. Do put that on your list. <laughs> Another one is Frankie Boyle's 2018 New World Order. It's also a great reflection on the year. He's okay. a really, really funny guy, and like that, he'll have a panel on. Um, it's very much like satire, that kind of thing. Yeah. But he's yeah, hilarious, he is hilarious, mm. and that, that show is great. Um, so then beyond Christmas classics, or sorry, beyond Christmas specials, Christmas classic movies, um, yes. what is your one movie that you can? not go through Christmas without seeing Sean? For me, like, there's a lot of them. I mean, come on, it's, it's Christmas movies. It's like, there's so many. But I, to narrow it down, I think Mary Poppins, it wouldn't be Christmas without watching Mary Poppins. And I'm definitely reminded, because like, obviously we've got the one in the cinema now. I've got Mary yes. Poppins Returns. So yeah. I saw that obviously recently. And it's, it's really good. Yeah. But I realised, I, I really liked it, but I said, but why don't I love it? Because I should love it because it was really good. But it's because it's not Mary Poppins. It's not the original classic yeah, movie yeah. that no matter what they did they could never have outdone it and yeah. every year we sit down we watch it and I think I don't know it's a, it's, you know what's going to happen you know every scene off 
But it's one of those movies where it's just it wouldn't be Christmas without watching it. Yeah. And I love every minute. Yeah, absolutely. Julie Andrews can't beat it. No, you can't really. They have to stop remaking absolutely everything. Just leave us with the originals. <laughs> True. Serena, what about you? Well, I'm really hoping they don't remake this one. The Wizard of Oz. Oh, uh, it is an yeah. oh my God, they're going classic. to, aren't they? They are they going to. They have tried to remake, haven't they? Well, I they did the Wiz got with, wicked and stuff. And they did the Wiz with Diana Ross and Michael Jackson back oh, in the yeah. late 70s, early 80s, right. I think it was. Yeah. It, it's very different and it's actually quite cool as yeah. well. Yeah. It never but, took off, though, did it? No, but I, I mean, for a film these days to stand the test of time, it was made back in the 30s yeah. and it is still phenomenal. Yeah. My seven-year-old will sit there and watch it and be in total awe. And I think it's that thing as well, that thing of the storyline's great, but yeah. the whole transition from black and white to colour. It's like all yeah. of a sudden there's this, oh, my God, things are going to get amazing and fantastical. And it's just such a special movie. And it's usually on early in the morning when you want to keep people occupied as well. So yeah. it's like, I'll keep them occupied. Oh, geez, I've just been occupied for the last three hours and I haven't done anything either because you can't <laughs> help it. You just And then you're singing along with them as well. Yes. And yeah. It's just such a special film. It, it really is. is. It, it, have you ever seen Return to Oz? Oh, the that one was that came later. James Franco and... and um, is your one that oh, was in The Craft? Yes. It's a lot darker. Do not show that to your kids anytime soon. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's like the little girl goes back to Oz and it's this whole thing. But it's it's really it's just nightmare juice, the whole thing. All the creatures you see in it and everything. I watched it, I remember seeing it as a kid yeah. and then like years later realizing what it was and I was like, that was supposed to be a sequel to The Wizard of Oz. Oh my God. That was yeah. That sounds mental. It is mental, yeah. <laughs> so yeah, avoid that one. But Wizard of Oz. My one is Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory. Oh, yeah. Which, Which version? The first one. Yeah. The first one. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I never really I, I did see the second one when I, um, the Johnny Depp one. But yeah, it's actually RTE, I think, have realized what a classic this is because they're showing it at six o'clock on Christmas Day. Wow. Wow. So, which is like prime time viewing, yeah. really. Which is usually when you just have Harry Potter or Titanic or like a big premiere or something. Yeah. Although either of those are premieres now. But you know, it would usually be a big slot. Yes. But I think now they're going with, no, people just kind of want to sit and watch Gene Wilder, you know, show some classic. kids around yeah. a factory. But aren't RTE doing that this year as well, playing all of the Harry Potter films yes, over the Christmas are. season? Yeah. I won't be tuning into that. No. They're not into Harry Potter at all. See, I love the books. But the films just lost me, and maybe it's because so much was left out from the books. Oh, right, okay. yeah. Because people are like obsessed with the books. I don't yeah. know who's yeah, read 100%. them. Yeah, um, I was never into it either. Do you like, remember when those books used to come out? People used to queue for like overnight yeah. outside Eastons. I um, and may have taken a sickie. You day. didn't. Well, I started As reading. It, well, I was working and I was reading the book, and I was up till four o'clock in the morning. And then I had to get up at six, and I just called in and went, "Hello, I'm sick. I can't come in." And then I finished <laughs> reading the book, and I was a teacher at the time too. Harry no way, it all comes yeah. out now. <laughs> Harry Potter could have cost you your job. <laughs> Like it would have been worth it. <laughs> <laughs> it's actually a really good one. <laughs> Love it. The things, the lens we go to for Harry Potter. Um, so Christmas premieres. Then there's a good few on um, around Christmas time. A good few on RTE as well. Um, the one I'm looking forward to the most is Deadpool on Christmas Day. Yeah. It's not on until eleven o'clock, which is quite late. But I think it's kind of the perfect, like you know, if you're playing games or you're sitting around with your family, it's a good one to have on in the background because it it's he's. Ryan Reynolds is incredible in that movie. Um, what about you guys? What will be your big, big movie that you're watching? I can't wait for Creed. Anything oh, yeah, that's Rocky love, related? I oh, do love Creed. I thought it was meet brilliant. Meet your sister, Serena. I'm obsessed with all things Rocky related. Oh, my God. Isn't yeah. it? I, I think he is the all-time best character to be written for a film. I think Rocky Balboa just encapsulate 
encapsulates everything. Oh my it? God, you took the words out of my, well, after I say in Creed 2, I walked out and I was like, there is no other character in cinema that has, that we've seen grow in such yeah. the same way as Rocky Balboa. Yeah. I actually kept meaning to write about this. <laughs> well, there we go. But I was like, he's just such an yeah. enduring character. And I think even, especially in the Creed movies, seeing now him take a, I guess, step to the side, and especially Creed 2 was incredible as well. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think it's fantastic how they've managed to keep the story going on, but kind of hand over the reins as well. And that's the thing with Creed. I mean, there was that, that fear of, you know, when you go from Rocky to Creed, is it not going to work? But I mean, even you said you're not a massive fan, but you enjoyed Creed. It's got heart, I, makes yeah, you laugh, makes you cry. And I'm a pacifist, but I'm up there like taking every punch with um, Cre- Apollo, and it's just no. it's everything you it's want to feel. It's an adrenaline rush. Yeah. 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 It's, yeah. A geni- it's a genius yeah. reinvention, though. Yeah. It was such Very a clever move to put him on the back in the yeah. background and have a new character take center stage, but yet you're still following the life story yeah. of Rocky Balboa. It's just, I think it's the cleverest, yeah, the, it really smartest is. things yeah, they've, they've done in scripting. Usually when things like that come back, you just go, oh, stop milking it. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. You're like, oh. well, like Rocky Five did. Yeah. <laughs> We're all like, let's just pretend that didn't happen. <laughs> then Creed kind of came along, and I suppose Rocky Balboa did that oh. as well. Um, but Creed especially has just kind of redeemed the whole franchise and done, you know, it's not just doing what all the other franchises are doing, just rehashing them and making a new Rocky and bringing, yeah. you know, it's like, no, there's you could, ways of continuing on a great story without just re-imitating exactly what, what happened before. Yes, yeah. exactly. Um, so yeah, that's a great one. What about you, Sean? And for me, I'm, I'm really old school today, aren't I? The Jungle Book, but not totally old school because I'm talking about the new version. 2016, yes, wasn't it? John yes, John Favreau's version. Yes. I mean, that was an amazing, it very, very rarely happens that you take an absolute classic, reinvent it, live action, CGI version. It's brilliant. It's, it's from the animation, I'd say the CGI is unbelievable. And it's not overkill, you know, like when you see, not the new Transformers movie, Bumblebee's good, but the, the, the last few, the last yeah. few Transformers, it's just like, oh my God, that's ridiculous. So much CGI going on. This actually is just done so subtly is the wrong word, but so well that you nearly forget about this, that it is CGI. I absolutely loved it, and I definitely be tuning in. I think that's a premiere. It's an Christmas RTA. Day as well. Yeah, yeah, it's earlier on in the day now. It's about four o'clock, I think. So yeah, that'll be a good one, especially people have their dinners earlier on, just like plonk the kids in front of that. Yeah. And it's good <laughs> for everybody actually, because I think yeah. kids these days can be quite judgmental of old films, especially when it comes to animation, because they're so used used to seeing amazing CGI. So this is kind of. It'll blend both worlds. For the adults, they have a great classic story told really well with nice animation, and the kids will watch it because they'll go, oh, yeah, this is really well. The, the art is good, too. Yeah, yeah, it is so funny like that, how the standard is so high for kids now, yeah. whereas, you know, we were just blown away by The Lion King. You know? <laughs> <laughs> like, <laughs> did you ever watch Goggle Sprogs, actually? That show, it's like oh, Goggle yes. Box for kids. Every time, I remember once they had a cartoon, it was something, it was a Dumbo, something like this, and they were like, was this made in like the 1600s? Do you know, like they're like so judgmental of the, yeah, the, the art yeah. uh, work in it. But you're going, I suppose that's what they used to. They used to everything yeah. being flawless now. Do you know what really works for kids when it comes to animation, though? If you're looking for an old school animation classic, mm. go back to the 80s. Like the He-Man, the Shearers, all those cut. I, I think maybe because it was so bright and over the top in the 80s. So yeah. even though it's not perfection, yeah. anything that was done in the 80s, they seemed to enjoy. Yeah, yeah. Kind of but appeals then, to their senses. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But anything yeah. that was supposed to be serious, they go, mm, pff, are you kidding? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, <have> no idea. <laughs> um, the other uh, question I have for you guys is the movie that is your Christmas tradition, the one that... Um, you are not even a movie, but a TV show or something that you always want to watch every single year. I think we've got the same one. We do. I think I mentioned yeah. it earlier, Max, so actually there's a bit of a reveal. <laughs> yeah. Home Alone. Home yeah. Alone, yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, it's classic. Yeah, yeah, it is it's a classic, like, yeah. It's, it's, I don't know, there's something about it that no matter what point of the movie, you walk into the room and it could have started half an hour ago, an hour ago, 
your, your head kind of turns and goes, oh, yeah, I love this scene. And then you end up sitting there for the, whole, the rest of the whole movie because, and it is, there's something creepy about it as well. As in the, when, I, when I watched it, I actually watched it last week, um, the, the, there's bits in it where, you know, when he's doing the pranks on the, on the, the burglars, yeah. they actually go, this is a bit, like, there was a, it's a bit not for kids sometimes. Do you know, oh, yeah. really Do you know what it is? Because I mean, I hate to go home alone as for everybody's such a family movie. But actually, some of it's a bit yeah. like people breaking into your home yeah. and they're like a kid left alone at home. That's a kid's absolute worst nightmare. Like. Yeah. But then I was thinking about this as well, right? Because I was thinking maybe we like it. Because you know some films you grow up with as a kid and you go, oh, it was amazing. So anytime it comes on, you sit back and you watch mm. it and you think it's the best film ever. I was wondering, would kids today enjoy it? And again, my seven-year-old watched it absolutely loves it, needs to watch it on repeat. And I, I've realised what it is about this film. There's heart, but it's also a sense of empowerment. Remember as kids, you wanted to be the one to save the world and take on the bad guys, mm. and that's what's happening. And it's funny. Yeah. Like, it is funny and so creative. Yeah. And there's so much slap. I mean, today you wouldn't get away with half the slapstick yes. that is in Home Alone. No. So kids are watching this going, oh, my God, this is amazing. Like yeah. He's setting him on fire. There's yeah. nails going through. Like, the spider on the face that like, still holds awesome. me. The iron. Yeah. yeah. It goes. Uh, actually, one thing I was reading, um, and we had it up on the side as well, is that someone had put up on Twitter um, how she had noticed something about the house, the McAllister house, that everything, now keep an eye on this when you're watching it, is red or green, down to the wallpaper, down to the decorations, right. down to the telephone. Yeah, the whole thing. So I was looking at pictures of it, and it's like, it's decor that you would never have in your home. <laughs> like it's, it's like green wallpaper next to like red curtains, and it's just like, it's like no wonder there was a Christmas movie yeah. shot in this house. Like, <laughs> it's like they completely redecorated for Christmas. Oh yeah, but it's just so funny. It's like down to the little details, and I suppose that's another reason why we, why we love it because the whole movie just screams the Christmas colors yeah. yes. and and everything does, at us. But it does play off the whole every kid. Also speaking of, because his movie would love to be. At home alone, as much mm. as like for a younger kid, I think they'd like be a bit scared by it going, Oh my god, my parents disappeared. But a seven year old, I think, would go like the scenes where he's like having ice cream. Like, you see the pile of ice yeah. cream he has at one point, the yeah, cream on yeah. top. That's like every kid's str- and nobody's gonna come in and go, Go to bed. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> just having the run of the house, like it yeah. is your dream. Yeah, and even Home yeah. Alone 2 is the same thing. Every kid dreams of being in a hotel room and their parents disappearing and just being able to order room service. All like they go, That's the kids. A hotel yeah. is literally like it's you're not paying for anything, you just ring up and they just bring you whatever you want all the time. I think they kept that premise. I think that's why the second one works, by yeah. the way, yeah. nearly as well as the first movie. But then there's also in it as well, this heart, the relationship with the old man and yeah. him rekindling yeah. with his family. So it has everything you want your Christmas movie to have. It puts you in the mood for Christmas. Yeah, absolutely. Um, actually, my Christmas classic, one of, I was mentioned Back to the Future earlier. That's a huge one for me. As I said, I just have to watch it. Um, but one of the ones is more recent is The Holiday. But oh, I yes, love The Holiday. My only issue with The Holiday is I absolutely love the Kate Winslet, uh, Jack Black storyline. And I'm so irritated by the Cameron, Cameron Diaz. Diaz and Jude Law one. So that when I'm watching it, I'm like, this is really tough because like, I actually just go out and make a cup of tea for the, you know, it's just like the voiceover in her head, the movie voiceover guy. And she can't cry and I'm like, blah, 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 blah. You know, and I they're just the too opposite. like, really? Oh, I love the Cameron I'm, like, Diaz because she's really? got that. That is like my dream. Because she goes to Kate Winslet's home, obviously. And yeah, that, yeah. That, quintessential little country cottage in the middle of the snow at Christmas. I think it's just the most 
gorgeous. Like I'd go to that house before I'd go to the yeah, Miami house. Yeah, house-wise, I would you. definitely choose Kate Winslet's house. But I just love the storyline. And I think the fact that she's so, you know, it begins and it's like, oh, the pain of unrequited love. And she's just stuck in such a rush over the boss. But you see kind of her, I just prefer her journey to the right. end of like, okay. you know, and then Jack Black with his little movie tunes. And I just think their relationship is so cute. Whereas the other two, it's just like, I don't know. I feel like their lines are a lot more scripted or something. And the, whereas the other Kate Winslet and Jack Black's, it's a more natural kind of but that could romance be the type that begins. Of, I, I think that could be the type of actors that they are as well. Yeah, They'd totally. Yeah. probably ad-libbed so they probably weren't as scripted yeah. as the other but Kate, two but I, find, I, think, I think I find Kate Winslet slightly annoying in re- in, as an actor as a person <gasps> when I see her interviewed and stuff yeah I know it's controversial so I think that's probably why I like um, <laughs> is that re- I didn't realise it was that controversial it's Kate Winslet <laughs> I mean, she's, she's a great actress she's Rose of Jack and Rose yeah. she's a great actress <laughs> pretty irritating in real life <laughs> It's all coming out now. <laughs> so, not nice to be saying things like that at Christmas. Yeah. Yeah. Harvey Diaz is pretty much retired from acting now, hasn't she? She's like, well, not retired, but she said she's not really doing anything like for the foreseeable. Yeah. She's doing lifestyle books and stuff. Right, mm. yeah, kind of becoming yeah. a... I'm sure if someone came knocking with a $10 million check yeah. and a good script, I mean, True. wouldn't we all say yes to that? Yeah, they're going <laughs> to <they're> come knocking, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then, of course, we should, of course, talk about... Um, I'm, gonna start, I'm gonna start that again. Surely you'll have to add that, sorry. <laughs> and then, of course, we're also going to talk about Netflix. Um, we can't leave that out. So what are the Netflix uh, picks from you guys for the Christmas season? Mine's more New Year's Eve, and this is a great way to sort of start your New Year's Eve, I think. The, I think the tour of the year, well, one of the tours of the year was the Taylor Swift reputation tour. And they've turned that into a tour movie, and that is on Netflix. Isn't that a great thing to sort of have on in the background Absolutely. if you have a New Year's Eve yeah. place? And, and the fact that they're launching it on New Year's Eve, I think, is brilliant. It's yeah, a great it's idea. a great show because it yeah. will be on in so many places, and you know, get to get set for the big night out. Yeah. yeah. Um, and what about you, Sean? Um, Ellen has a, a she's gone back to stand up. Have you yes. seen this on Netflix? I have watched it. Yeah, have you watched it. I haven't yeah. watched it yet. I'm dying to see it. Yeah, though. it's a great one because I do think around Christmas time you do want to have a bit of comedy stand up on. Um, now I will say with the Ellen special that it is you know if you ever watched her, I'm sure you all have watched her afternoon show mm. and it's like they're all going nuts for her and they're clapping and they're all like it's kind of like that except like multiply it by a thousand because it's like an arena full of people. So every time she says something even slightly funny, it's like oh my god, Ellen, oh, like yeah. we love you, well. So. Yeah, like I had it on the last day and it was just sort of okay. But at the same time, you do forget, and she really gets it across in the special, how amazing her story is. And the fact that like when she came out, like her sitcom was cancelled, she didn't work for three years. Laura Dern is in the audience who played her love interest and like she didn't get work for a couple of years after it. And I don't think as much as her success of the, um, the talk show has been great, I don't think she'd really had a chance to actually come out and say like, do you know what, I'm actually doing amazing. And it's in spite of that horrible you know, thing that happened. And so, I know, I think at the moment it's so hard to, you know, we're also conscious of being overly sensitive, but like, it's amazing to see how far we've come from that time yeah. when it was like, you didn't work, you know? And she puts a lot of comedy material into that in the show, which is great. Um, and I think that as much as I'm sort of irritated by how much love for her there is which sounds terrible because I love her too but by the end of it you're like you know what she's earned this she's earned her moment to kind of stand up on this stage to tell her story and she does it really well Um, the special is called Relatable and at the beginning she kind of does take the piss about how rich and famous she is so I suppose the only way to acknowledge it is to just make a joke of it Um, maybe a little bit too much at the start you're like we get it you have a butler and stuff but like (laughs) uh, but at the same time by the end you're like almost going like yay Ellen so it's a good feel good um, comedy special you know I was wondering about that is it kind of one that's for family or for 
adults. Do you know what I mean? Because it's kind of going, Ellen doing a stand-up, is it going to be, I assume it's for everybody, like you could, the whole family could watch it. I'm trying to think, is there anything in it that would be a bit salacious or anything? But no, I think the whole family could watch it. Great, yeah. It's more, you know, even the stuff she's talking about, it's day-to-day life. There's nothing in it that's yeah. really offensive. Um, she's actually more of a kind of... Uh, not to say rude or Ellen, but she's definitely more like rough around the edges in terms of, you know, like if someone comes up and wants me to hold their baby, I'm like, oh, I'm wearing cashmere. I don't want to. So it's a lot less like, <laughs> you know, it's definitely not the afternoon talk show version yeah. of Ellen, but right. she's still, it's still all yeah, yeah, family yeah, yeah. fun. Um, Sounds great. Yeah, my, yeah, that's it, basically. So I hope you guys have lots of uh, fun watching all your TV and movies over the Christmas. You too. And get to veg out loads. And yeah, any plans for the new year? What's your... The gym, I assume, after all the TV I'm going to watch and all the food I'm going to eat. I don't do resolutions anymore. Are you due to do resolutions or anything like that? Oh, it's probably the gym, I'd say, as well. But sure, yeah. look, I'm not going to worry about that yet. You know, I don't do... Do you know what I do do? I do just think, what do I want to achieve rather than... Oh, yeah, that's good I, I must do this, I must do that. Because you always end up failing making that mm. stuff. So what do I... By this time next year, what do I want to have achieved? And how am I going to do it? Yeah. What? I don't know. So <laughs> yeah. I'll tune back in this time next year. We'll worry about that <laughs> after we watch all the Christmas TV exactly. and all the Netflix and yeah, binge it away. Listen, guys, thank you so much for coming in and happy Christmas. Happy, happy Christmas. Christmas. That's it from me. Thanks again to Sean and Serena for coming into the studio here to tell us their TV picks for the Christmas. And thank you for listening to The Telly Show. Please feel free to review it on iTunes. And happy Christmas. More from us in 2019.